Oh, I thought <laughs> when I read it, I thought I said, "Give me one hot kiss." Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> just give me a kiss right now. Yeah. Welcome, one. Welcome all to episode one of Wheel to Real, an honestly random podcast. My name is Kevin Slattery, and on this first episode, we have Roberto Reed. Roberto Reed is a improviser and stand-up comedian. One of my favorite people to talk to here in the uh, the Baltimore comedy scene. We recorded this episode at the Port Comedy Club in Fells Point, Baltimore. So go by and check it out. It's a uh, it's a great great comedy club. It's it's one of my, my favorite places in the whole world. Um, Matt has has been a great host to us, and uh, really thank him for letting us record there. This is a great episode. It's a great episode. We talk a lot about kind of the state of Baltimore comedy. We get to learn a lot more about uh, Roberto and, and kind of how he found his way into stand-up comedy, almost by accident. Uh, so I think you guys will really enjoy that. So thank you for following along. This is it. This is our first episode. Not going to ramble too much. Just going to get right into it. Welcome to Real to Real. Wheel to Real. I'm still getting used to the new name. Um, it's all right. Thank you. What's a new guest, new format, Roberto Reed? How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me. Roberto is a comedian in the Baltimore area, improv, stand-up, and uh, works at McGooby's. Uh, yeah, my day job. Is, I, is, I yeah, have a couple. I mean, I meant like I've per, wise, no. I've but, performed. I opened for Jared Freed. Yes. Um, yeah, and I'm the, yeah. the finals this year. That's yeah. It's on its up. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, and, and yours. What twenty one? You're young. Twenty one years young old. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Young guy. Oh, that's my bane. That's exciting. I'll never. I'll never not be young to anybody that looks at me. Apparently. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, what we do is I'll give give you forty five seconds up at the top, and if you just want to, like, this is the plug section. Okay. Up top. So <laughs> yeah. So we do all the plugs up at the top, so we can just get them out of the way. No, I like that. Honestly, yeah. Don't have to wait till the end. Yeah. Don't have to wait till the end. And anybody that is interested, that is like legitimately interested, will just we can have the actual conversation. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. So forty-five seconds. Uh, plug hi. You want to plug, man. My name is Roberta Reed. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Roberta Reed Comedy. Uh, Reed is spelled with two E's. Reed Comedy. Uh, you can also follow the Welcome to Earth podcast. I record my podcast in the same space that we're recording right now. It's an improv podcast where we bring on, we interview characters um, every episode that are new and fanciful, played by either stand up comics or improv comics in the Baltimore area that I bring on. Um, what else? I don't know. Port Comedy Club. Hell yeah. Check them out. Baltimore. Uh, and for my last 10 seconds, I'd like to, this is for the troops. Uh, just <laughs> silence. That's Roberto for, Reed loves the troops. I love the troops, man. They do so much for us. They die. So I don't have to. There you go. Mike, Mike Birbiglia has a joke. That's like, uh, I'm so glad the troops are the troops. Cause if they weren't the troops, I would be the troops. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a terrible troops. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. And again, like, thank you for shouting out the Port Comedy Club. We're here recording. Shout yeah, out to Matt no. Hurley for letting us record He's doing here. big, big moves here. Dude, it has changed Baltimore comedy. Like, it really has. It, it's given... Fundamentally, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it is such a, a shift in the dynamic, and it's it's given a lot of us an opportunity to to grow and get better in a way that we never would have. Yeah, and, well, trying jokes on a stage full of people that, like, even if it's a free show that mm-hmm. is going on here Monday, Tuesday, something like that, I'm trying jokes in front of a crowd that like is here to see jokes yeah. and, and I'm getting a better reception and a better idea of what works and what doesn't than I would ever at a bar that like in 
Bart, not to say that open mics at bars, like I don't run one, aren't good. Yes. And now you don't figure you stuff run one out. On Tuesdays. Yeah, I run my. Oh yeah, I didn't plug that. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know if that's gonna keep going. Um, but to be, well, to be fair, I don't know how people would like people listening to this podcast are probably not gonna do. What yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Exactly. I'm not gonna plug an open mic. Yeah. Um, no, I did. I I started that mic for the four comics. Like for, it was never a business venture. It was never because I wanted to do anything at a bar. I was like, no, there needs to be another mic on Tuesdays, and I need it for the same reason the port was started. Is I wanted to have a place to try jokes to to work out hosting to do all the like to work on myself and i was like ah, i can just also support comics so people like me better um yeah. and it worked and uh, yeah and no uh, but it's all the same reason why the port is a great spot yeah as if as if you weren't likable enough you need another reason for people to like you i think i'm a little bit too likable and <laughs> so it, it and I, it crosses over the threshold where people think that i am up to something or like i want something yeah. <laughs> and no and, re, and all reality is like no i just had a i have a good relationship with my parents <laughs> <laughs> and people can tell <laughs> people are like yeah we can tell that like they're like this fucking, <laughs> right. for sure yeah no yo i got a i got a christmas card from my parents this year mm-hmm. devastating oh, i man. i opened it up and my mom's fun, like cursive oh. writing. I was like, yes, parents card this year. I opened it up. It, it was like the most generic fucking oh. Christmas. It was like happy holidays from us to you, mom and dad. I was like, no cash, oh. not even, not even a nice letter, oh. nothing. I was like, this is the most pro formal relationship I've ever had with my parents wow. ever. They, so they gave you the, like the, hap- the corporate yeah, like a dentist's office. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's it was my, my parents, checkup. which is nice. It's like I guess you know I haven't lived I haven't lived at home for like four or five years, but mm-hmm. every year there's at least something sweet, right? Like I, yeah. I like, I, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny this year was like best mom and dad. <laughs> and now are you guys like a big Christmas family or they? Uh, my on my mom's side every other year they're real white so it's like we all gather at my grandparents' house every year, and that's getting weird because now all of the I have thirteen. Uh, cousins yeah all in various families they're all very large but now all of us are like i think everyone is at least in, in high school most of us are graduated high school and so now it's like just a big house full of adults mm-hmm. and the my grandma can't control people anymore and the the parents are all just fucking tired so they sit around so now it's like who how many of us can get away with being high well, while it's going on, it's like I was the cool cousin first. First of all, I'd like that's on the record. Yeah, I got the my, weed. I got my cousins high. Good job. Um, and I'm I'm the only cousin with tattoos. Anyway, yeah, we're um, yeah, we're a big big old family. But this year is the off year, so it's just just hanging out. I didn't have to buy people presents, which is nice. That's nice. I had to buy like three, which was cool. Yeah. So yeah, just no, I'm uh, cheap. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're if you're twenty living on your living on your own and stuff. You don't. You That's don't why I'm a Grinch. I'm such a Grinch. Yeah. Like Christmas time comes up, and I'm like, sure, the light, the pretty, whatever. I don't. I don't really fuck with Christmas music all that much, just mm-hmm. because it's like I don't like being told how to feel. Yes. And yes, I'm the same way. It's it's a weird energy, but yeah. Um, specifically that like Christmas time for me is always like, okay, I'm gonna have to spend like two hundred dollars mm-hmm. this month. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I Ugh. sound like such a jerk. Oh, <laughs> 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 I, I tell the people I love, I love them. Eh, you know, with 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 monetary value, come on, man. It's all about this is all, true. It's all about love, man. It's all about capitalism. That's right. So, speaking of capitalism, the conceit of this is uh, we're gonna spin the wheel, and the wheel will decide what questions that I ask you. Okay. We are at the mercy of the wheel. Oh you boy. Do, you do not have to answer them. You're not legally. Obligated I'm gonna answer all of them to answer these, but we'll just riff on it. 
and then sure when yeah you feel comfortable we'll no, go like, to the next one i like so this yeah we're spinning now okay who or what makes you smile oh that's so nice yeah who or what makes me smile um i have always enjoyed watching strangers like i like people watching people and stuff watching like that it. yeah and so whenever i see like real real nice human moments going on between strangers i just ha i crack a smile so hard or like if i see somebody set something up like you know there's that dramatic irony in a scene where it's like i see i'm thinking about like just yesterday i was i was outside and i was watching like it was a couple or whatever and the boyfriend did something or other like i saw him hide something with a napkin or some shit like that and then she turned back he reveals it they laugh and i was like i was like oh oh it was just it was, i like i like seeing people be super normal have relationships outside of what i'm aware of but like do something like make a joke or like make other people smile um it's nice i yeah yeah so like those real human moments yeah you can watch them all the time they're everywhere yeah um and most people are trying to do something funny or trying to do something nice for another person so it's like nobody is like when you just watch people from the outside which sounds so strange um usually it's people people are usually being nice they're not usually doing something nefarious like or they're just being boring and walking around and then you can just be like wonder what that guy's up to what is he listening to yeah and then you can kind of skip over them but yeah. when you but when you it's you're watching the thing that movies are trying to capture yeah but it's actually but it's, real. It's, it's real yeah oh and it makes me smile so hard like if i if especially if what they do is funny like if yeah i i see people make jokes or like like you know do something to make somebody else laugh like 30 feet away from me and i'm always like oh yeah that was great i i enjoy it a lot and i think that I'll, it i don't know if it inspires me but it just like i was like okay cool yeah everybody would want something like that around them all the time yeah. so it's like that's why i try to make people laugh is like i try to be that character i also like do things all the time where like stupid random stuff where i i will just be in public and if i'm alone but i know that i'm visible to other people i'll like actively do like kind of be at 130 percent of what i normally would be and try to do things to make people laugh like i'll walk around if i'm buying bowl a bowl or something i'll like walk around the store with the bowl on my head for like 20 minutes and then <laughs> and then i'll just like take it off my head and check out and it's like to everyone else i'm just like i'm straight faced with a bowl on my head and it might be silly to them and then and I don't, I don't try to get reactions. I just, hopefully people see me. Like if a, if a door, if an automatic door like opens for me, like sometimes I'll thank it just to hopefully like somebody that might be behind me hears me thank the door and they think that's silly. Yeah. I just like being a, a extra in somebody so, else's yeah, life. Yeah. So you, you are a featured extra in people's lives. Yeah. You, you are the person you would want to see if you were people watching. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's like, there's, cause there's that expression, like be the change you want to see in the world. You are the weirdo you want to see in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then sometimes you see a real weirdo out there when you're watching and you're like real recognized real, that guy's a freak, but that, <laughs> yeah. only, only cause he knows people are watching, you yeah. know, and you're not trying to get a reaction in the moment. You just are, it's like putting chaos into the universe. Cause there is that cringe thing that can go the, a whole other way. Totally. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I've set my, camera tripod up or my phone tripod up and Ugh. this is going to get a, a bunch of tiktok yeah views see and i'm a zoomer so i like i 
it's it is my generation that is doing the thing where we're like running up with our phones to people and shit like that and trying to or like recording ourselves giving shit to homeless people and it's like in my head that is the most cringe shit of all time yeah okay so i i've i've wanted to i've I've worked this out a little bit on stage but the idea of like that your generation will like they'll they'll shit on millennials all the time right like it's a and it's and it's and like because we don't understand them it's very warranted frankly oh sure it's like the harry potter stuff and it's really it's i did a thing like it's beautiful i love it very well done it's refined yeah yeah it's like a good exposing our cringes is fantastic but then on the other end of it is like y'all brought back man on the street interviews Mm. which i think removes any like air that y'all are like this it's just it's a it's it's a fun generational gap but it's like because man on the street it i don't i don't hate it because I just hate the whole content. Like, oh, I don't know even know if we should get into this, but like, just no, talking, just talking about like content creation nowadays, and it's like, I, I exhausting. It's exhausting, but it's it's so nothing. It's like you're. It's just. It is like it's like drugs. It's like you know we're all kind of pumping something into us daily that literally gives us nothing. But maybe I, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you what it. But like, I saw a video. Cause I was scrolling for two hours on Instagram. I saw a video of, um, like, you know, the, the subway, the dude who is play saxophone in the subway and he has like a yeah. big traffic cone in his saxophone to like boost it or whatever. I to make it deeper. That. He, yeah, he plays like a, it's like a Barry sax or whatever. And he's like really hitting it. And I saw, it was just a video of like inside a Chipotle or whatever, just like iPhone footage. And then he like busts through the door and starts ripping on the saxophone and it like scare, scare some people and other people are like, wow. But then like all of the staff pulls out their phone, everybody sitting there pulls out their phone and starts recording. And in my head, like something in my head just got like, just like viscerally disgusted at the, like so many things going on. One that sure he went in there to supposedly like give some excitement to people's day, but in my mind that was like counteracted by the fact that he was recording them doing it so that he could post it online later. Right. It's like, it's to me, it's like, okay, you did a good deed of giving homeless people money, but if you just like record you, if you record you giving people homeless people money so that other people see See you doing it. Right. It's like, sure. You maybe you make, maybe it makes other people feel good, but that's such nonsense. Yeah. And it also doesn't count as charity. It's PR. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's public relations. Exactly. That's it's uh to use a philosophy term, it's virtue signaling. You're just yes. like you're trying to boost your own reputation through somebody else's misfortune almost. Yeah. And but like specifically with this event it was like then everybody pulling out their own phone. It's like clearly he's already recording it. Yeah. You can just tell people this happened and they'll believe you because right. Or they could look it up. Like, I don't know. It's just that that sort of shit. Like, people see a car crash or they see something cool happening or a sunset. They pull out their phone and record. And I'm like, yeah, just watch. I no don't cell know. phones, man. Just be in the moment. I know. I feel like a boomer when I talk about it, too. No, but I, like, <laughs> no, but like I, I, I get it. And, like, part of – so there's you touched on a lot of things there. The charity for content is mm, disgusting. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of, like – traditional Catholicism that I take with me. Yeah. But one thing I do is, um, were you raised Catholic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was when there's a lot of things about the teachings of Jesus that are actually like remarkably woke and really like it's yeah. When when you actually hear about it. Yeah. Like, and, but one of the things he said, uh, 
in the Bible it says, uh, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And what mm. it really, like when you put money in the tithe, your left hand shouldn't, with your right hand, your left hand shouldn't even know about it. It okay, should be that secretive. It should be that it's personal distance from you. Yeah, yeah. That, and if, and if you don't, anything less than that is not no, counting that's cool. for heaven. That's really and cool. like, yeah. And like, I, but I, I, I think that, I think about that all the time too, because you have like corporations, right? Like anytime, especially this time of year, mm. you go to like buy something at CVS or Walmart or whatever it is. And they always want you to round up your yeah. purchase. I never round up. Never round up. I never, never round do up. do it. Never do it. Because what you're really doing is helping them with their tax returns. Yeah. No, you're, because, you're, you are paying them to get money off their taxes when it doesn't count anything for you. And, and they've already paid that money. Yep. They've already paid it. You are just helping pay it off. And it's, yeah, that's not how exactly. it should work. Exactly. It's like you're just helping the Wall family dodge even more taxes. There's yep. no need for it. And they don't even, they, they're paying less than me. <laughs> like, right. I'm sure they're going to pay less yeah. than me in taxes. And that's fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah I wait tables. I wait tables for a living. That's how I make my money. So, yeah. and, and so, yeah, like I, I, that, that one bothers me. The, what was the other one too? Like recording, just recording every, I, I realized in college, so like I went to college from like 2012 to 2016 Mm. and somewhere in there I noticed like there was like a noticeable split from people who like had to put everything on, particularly with Snapchat at the time. Yeah. Because Snapchat had just come out with stories Mm. and it was like every moment had to be on stories and I just didn't have that reflex that other people had where like I need to document this. Sure. No, I understand that. Well, it also came with like a... It felt like at a certain time people figured out like having an online presence a little bit earlier than other people, like knowing, no, I'm sorry, I'm burping. What, knowing what that means of like, you know, it's not just putting out content that people want, but it's like having that person. We were talking about this before the podcast of so like yeah. having a podcast voice that's slightly more elevated than your own, just for the sake yeah. of people listening and, you know, good conversation, whatever it's content. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, it kind of started with all of that and then very like vine yeah figured something out there but it was a little bit like the app was a little bit off and then yeah, fucking and, tiktok and, and vine even was like vine died before it could get to be evil yeah like it, it was, was it was the pure yeah, yeah yeah it lived to be just pure enough yeah um, the same but it was still like shit post fucking yeah. internet humor which was yeah it was yeah it's like that pre pre corporate youtube era yes. of like people yeah. actually just making stuff that they liked yeah and then not having to like think about the business of it the yeah. algorithm the yeah. algorithm was not a word that we said yeah when we fuck. made shit back then. And, I, and i'll acknowledge that i i would i will say that like people who carve wood in their basement for you know six hours a day they go to their day job come back and do that it's like that's their life and they may not have ever been able to promote themselves otherwise. And now we do live in a world yeah. where they can yeah. theoretically video themselves doing that, spend a couple hours cutting it together, post it online, get thousands of views and get great business off mm-hmm. their Etsy shot. Like that, that happens and that's good. But then you can also accept that maybe there are some people that aren't as tech savvy or don't understand it as well that do the same thing or do a similar thing. But now if the business revolves around content creation, like if small business is circulating around content creation and you can't create content, but you are, you rip it when you're fucking carving wood, like you can, you can just make the most gorgeous stuff. Then it's no longer about, it's not the business of, of that sort of enterprise. Isn't like word of mouth. It's not product. It's not 
how much you, what your skills are worth. And now it's like, okay, what, how it's promotion. And it's, right. it's like one removed from the actual skill that you're doing. Right. And I don't know. And so it's like, I feel that way about comedy. It's like, I can oh, do, yeah. I can do comedy every night of the week. I can get better every night of the week. I can be making these awesome jokes, but if I don't record, if I don't record it, mm-hmm. cut it together all nice, put mm-hmm. good captions on it, get mm-hmm. some zooms in there when I move around all this. If I don't like make it a nice video, then like nobody the other cares. one is pictures. Yeah. Like if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would have somebody, fo- I would have a photographer go to every set I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. of like of you on stage. No, and that's that's good, totally like, point. Yeah, picture, like just still pictures because that does really good on Instagram. Yeah, like yeah. whenever I whenever I announce dates on Instagram, I always do it with a picture. Oh, with first, a picture. Yeah, and then you swipe for the True. the flyer. No, that's a good Cause point. Because it all because the algorithm it always works for the algorithm. I need a I need a new phone. I have the I still have the iPhone Mini, the like the oh, twelve yeah, mini, and yeah, it like I've got a bust oh, up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah like, you right do. Nice. With you. I um I try to record my set all the time, but like no matter what, it's. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I feel like I want to spend money on like some sort of gear that's not too, that's not too like, I also like, I make fun of people when they've got a huge setup to record their set, right. like a big camera. But like, I also understand that that will get better picture and better sound than my phone ever will. So mm-hmm. they're better than me, but I don't know. Um, don't know. the, like the new phones now are crazy good. They're insane. Yeah. Well, which the, is all right. But I also, I like the mini because yeah. It's small and it's I don't small. like <laughs> I feel like if I get a big phone I'm just going to be like even more in the void. Yeah, you know, yeah, recording, yeah, yeah. But it's even easier to get tr- sucked up into it. Yeah. That All was right. a question that started with what makes you smile. It does. And then it, and it, and ended, it ended with, with what the made voice. it so upset. Yeah. <laughs> it ended, yeah. Hey, what's what drains the 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 soul from Yeah, we we started with being nice to people and acts of kindness and shit, but of course, it, I'm yeah, we can move got, on yeah, from that. I've, <laughs> so I've, I've clicked the wheel. Oh, um Okay, what are three other podcasts you'd recommend and why? Oh, hell yeah. Cool. It can be your own. It's fine. No, well, I mean, welcome to Earth, but I'll, I'll be honest. It's that I'm inspired. That that podcast was inspired by Comedy Bang Bang. Of course. Um, yeah, legend. You went to go see them live, right? I did see them live. Yeah, that was a few months ago. They were, yeah, they ripped it. I got to see um, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins. I think it was Lily, L-I-L-Y-Y-L-Y, whatever her name is. Um somebody else but yeah they they perform so yeah comedy bang bang if i mean that that's like historic improv podcast content like if you want to hear that's like origins of podcasts uh i also listen to there's a podcast it's actually dead now they they don't make it anymore but there's about 250 episodes a podcast called story break okay and that is a i'm i also really enjoy like um storytelling and movies and and writing and and that is a podcast where they come up with at the beginning of the episode, you know, if you just said to me like water bottle trick shots or whatever, then the three of them would sit down and r- come up with a full movie and uh, pitch it at the end of the episode. So they have like they have 90 minutes to come up with like a five act movie structure. What happens in the movie? Where's the peaks and falls? Like they 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 tell you a whole story by the end, and it's that's dope. And it's very it is a very very cool way to. Like now, whenever I watch movies, I like after listening to this podcast, I'll scenes or something will happen where like whatever the kid talks to their dad and their dad is like, you need to do this someday. You need to have this. And now in my head, I'm realizing that it's like that was just the writer sitting in the writer room. Like, (laughs) where is this kid get his inspiration from? Like, how do we we need to push him into this next scene? How do we do that? And they're like, oh, just have his dad say something to him (laughs) and that'll set you up for later. And it's like, oh, they totally just did that. And that's how you you like telling it, it actually makes it makes me realize like how brutally simple it is to actually break a story. Te- yeah. To break a story. Yeah. It's like to tell something like that you just need to tell it. 
Yeah. Cause it's usually pretty normal. It's nothing crazy. Um, and that's, that's a good podcast. They, um, do stuff. And then one more, uh, I don't know. What's another podcast I listen to? Um, I listen to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but I won't, I won't, uh, I do won't, it. I won't, uh, plug Oh, it. the plug it. Okay. Or not listen. plug it, but yeah, what is well, it? Well, this, I listen to, uh, it's by the same people who do the story break podcast. It's called Dungeons and Daddies. Oh my uh, God. It's not a BDSM podcast. That's an incredible, um, name. no, they, yeah. Cause that, they're, I'm sure they're all dads or are they the, all Yeah. The conceit zaddies. was the, hey, it's yeah. not Dungeons and Zaddies. It's Dungeons it's and not, Dads. It's not. Oh, not yet. No, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the conceit of that is that like they, that dad archetypes, uh, match Dungeons and Dragons archetypes pretty well. So you've got your okay. barbarian, your your bard like music dad. You've yeah. got your dissociated rogue dad, whatever. And so that that's a fun story. And I just like that because the uh, the dungeon master for that is a he's a game writer. He mm-hmm. like created God of War, like not created, but he wrote God of War and all that. So they're okay. the storytelling that they use and the mechanics are like great. I just like good story yeah. like that. I've 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 always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. That is like. I've played a couple times. I dungeon yeah. mastered one game. It was fun. Yeah, and it's because they'll go for. It's one of those things that like it. It's the people that I feel like don't know what it is have no clue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's basically you're sitting around and telling a story. For now, granted, the games go like four hours. Oh, sometimes even longer. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I've never. You got to really want it. Yeah. Which yeah. is the shame of it all. Like, well, and something other like. Going into when I when I was dungeon mastering a game, something else I realized it's like it's totally a team effort. The same way improv is a team effort. It's like I can go in the you know whoever's controlling the game can go in and have all these ideas ready. But the moment somebody's like the moment you're like and you spot a weird tree, somebody in the game can just be like yo what's up with that tree? And then you have all four characters that are like obsessed with this tree, and you have to and then you have to like improv. It's like oh there's a gremlin in there, and you talk to the gremlin, and then everyone gets obsessed, and then you spend ninety minutes talking about this tree. <laughs> and when that's you, why the game's four hours, right? And that's why the game's four hours because you didn't plan anything for this tree, but like <laughs> it's totally this like crazy murder hobo, like you know. <laughs> It's it's tough because not a, it it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of mental effort to get into something like that and you know so you don't have to I don't know if I'll ever like really commit to a full campaign or something but I I aspire to it I think it's fun yeah because it because it takes a lot of and there's a lot of like prep work on the front end yeah to like before Dude, you even so play the game and that's that's why I didn't it. ever do it again I was like I can't do all that work yeah yeah it's so much work yeah. it's so much work you have to like create like a character sheet. And think about like what type of skills your character is gonna have. Yeah, oh yeah. And that's just to play it. The dungeon master's got to do that for the whole universe. You, you gotta yeah, world build how yeah, like the in a society so that yeah, yeah. You essentially have to become James Cameron for yeah. free. Hey, and listen, when I when I created a game. I thought I gotta be honest I ripped it like my character conceit was so cool of like what was how each of these people was connected to the world I was so proud of it and then we finished and I was like when can you guys meet next and they're like uh and then we just never did it again I was like this was so cool and you guys so that's okay because we were trying I was trying to do something like this with a couple of different people recently and just getting everybody in the same getting like four adults in the same room for oh, it'll, four hours it'll never happen very difficult no never very difficult oh and i'm trying to put together an improv team right now and we literally like we're doing once a week like classes for nine months and now and now it's over and it's like no we're i don't know we, we're, i'm yeah. still figuring it out we're, yeah it's not gonna work that's what that and that's what i loved about stand-up was mm. that i was like i don't have to coordinate with anybody yeah you just show up you just kind of show up a bunch and it's true relentlessly throw yourself into the void um 
Mm-hmm. Those are three really, those are three fantastic podcast recommendations. I knew you, I, I'm glad you got that question. I listen to, I listen to a lot, like, I don't listen to a lot of music. I, I listen yeah. to a lot of just people talking, which is weird. Yeah. But now do you prefer to, you, you keep saying, listen, like there's people that are just, they'll just watch podcasts. I never watch podcasts. They, I don't get it. I don't, I want to do something else while I'm doing the thing. Right. Like I drive, I do other stuff. Yeah. I listen, like I walk it. It's Before a I came here, I was listening to ESPN Daily. Like, yeah, like as um, it's live radio. Like, I, it's yeah. it's I I sure, and I get it. I get that. Like, whatever you want to see. I, I mean, if we were like more famous people, or if like if people, if my face was part of the brand, yeah, sure. If I, I pro- honestly, if I had a production team, yeah, that was like all like there was like a three camera studio, and with it was a it was you know if it's like a um. Two bears, one cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're like the Tom Segura. Yeah. Uh, well, and if you have people that like edit it, like right. that takes beyond recording the audio, that takes a lot of like yeah. a lot of post production. Yep. And you got to be making money and all this stuff. So it's yep. like you know. Right. I also understand that you know from the beginning it's, and I also I can't record my own podcast because it's improv and we are playing characters and so it's like if you notice that it's like oh this yeah. one person is not the person. <laughs> I never want to watch comedy bang bang. Yeah. Oh I my God. No, it. it's definitely, never yeah, it's, it's definitely always, super weird. Yeah. I farts and procreation, the farts, farts and procreation. And procreation. Oh yeah. Those episodes. Of, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Anything with Harris Whittle, any of the Harris Whittle's episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Die, I die laughing. Yeah. He's goofy as shit. He had, yeah. what was that section of like, not, he doesn't do new no, no nos. He has like his fresh the phone t- corner. Yeah. The phone corner. Yeah. Where it's just like <laughs> almost stand up ideas, but mostly just shit. He writes down, <laughs> it's, which, thoughts. which is so like, I have, I have a, notes app or i have the notes app brag but i also within the notes app i have the I have a page. His main credit is having a notes i got app. the notes app you guys um i was an early adapter i i have like a very 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 long notes like sheet whatever you yeah. call them just of like they're almost stand-up ideas but it's the same thing of like just things i write down right next time uh, that's a fun segment i'll bring out too because it's yeah. pretty goofy yeah. i started that like Beginning of college. That was like six years ago. Was it? It definitely was. You were not in college six years ago. Four years ago. I started, I graduated high school in 2018. Okay. Then, yeah. I guess, yeah. Like four years. Yeah. Yeah. What time, what year is it? 2022. Okay. Almost 23. Yeah. Four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, Was was when I started college. Um, We'll say. Uh, We'll go with that. Something like that. So yeah, this, it's, you know, it's been, it's been trekking pretty long. None of it's very funny. So yeah, so we we we'll get the Roberto Reed foam corner. Sure, <laughs> that's fun. No, I haven't I haven't been able to do that before, so that's a fun yeah, it's a fun segment. That's awesome. You want yeah. a, another question? Sure, no, hit it. Let's do it. I used this. I turned the sound off on this, and now I kind of regret it. Is it like? Tick, 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 tick. Oh wow. Okay, you're getting all the recommendation questions. Uh, three comedy specials you'd recommend and why? <laughs> uh. Ones I watched recently, I'll bring up. I watched Ari Ari Shafir Jew. Yeah, Fuck I've heard incredible things. Rip about it. Yeah, it. no, very very good special. I like genuinely learned thing about the Jew. Learned things about the Jewish faith and like about yeah. I just learned things about the world. And he has a great way of being brutally honest about like brutally honest, funny. Of course, I mean yeah. No, I just recommend that special. Um. <sighs> What else? I really don't. I always fucking forget the moment people ask me for things. Um, I don't know. Do you have any? Uh, um, so the Ari Shafir special, I think it, it the timing that it came out 
yeah. too is really obviously no, spot on. Yeah, right. Um, oh, the Shane Gels' YouTube special, um, live in Houston. I think it's Austin. Austin, live yeah. in Austin. Yeah, um, that one's great. Very, 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 very good. Yeah, very he funny. he came out with that, like very like out of nowhere, popped that one out, and then was already doing hours like in parts of the country completely separate hour i was like yeah no it's impressive to see people who can do that much content and it's also very make that much content and it's also just still very much him and churn it churn it over yeah and he and especially because only about 10 years ago was he he was in this scene he was in the he was in the philly scene but he won the uh, magoobies community of the year yeah he was was doing open mics with uh, schmucks like me yeah, like, no, it's inspiring. It was, yeah, it's it was, also a little bit daunting, but dude, hey, yeah. yo, that's why we're here, baby. Yeah, man, it's cool. Like, and he was—he's always been really funny. Like, he's yeah. always been, oh, yeah. been really good. Um, and he was just like a—he was like a nice, like he was always like approachable too. Yeah, when he, um, I said I—I I work at Magoobies at Wait Tables, but he, um, when he headlined there, sold out a whole week, like five shows, completely packed the fucking place out. Yeah. But after the weekend was over, he was like. You know, the the showroom was empty. We're all cleaning up. And Shane Gillis is, like, shambling around like a big troll. Like, he really looked like a big-ass golem. And he, like, he was just, like, walking up to all of the staff, like, leaning over and handing them $50 bills. Like, he he tipped out everyone the cook the cooks the managers the servers the food runners all of them. He all he just was handing his cash. But it was, like, he didn't even I don't even know if he made eye contact with me. But he was, like, he just kind of, like, leaned over and he was, like, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, and he just walked away with his 50 and i was like i was like yeah that's exactly i wasn't expecting the money but i was like for the for him to do that yeah that's how what i expected that's really cool yeah yeah very funny yeah man that's that's awesome and and the fact that like him and and a couple other comedians are doing like the youtube special now yeah i very i approve of that i think yeah yeah, i'm sure if you can get on netflix get on netflix like i don't i don't hate on any comic that can get on netflix because if i were offered netflix i would just do it like you just you just unless you're unless you're and i'm not gonna yo i don't want to do anything controversial but like if you're a comic who doesn't need netflix like i don't know there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be said about like a comic who's had like six netflix specials at this point and it's like okay you know you could all it's almost like you know you've you figured out what you can do and you're not trying anything else yeah um but no i approve of youtube because that's like grassroots type comedy especially too when it's like the first one yeah i think now because what what used to happen a lot more is like you would self-record a cd oh and yeah you have to physically distribute that that right CD or like give it to, to fucking radio Spotify. yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas now you can just do the youtube special yeah which i'm sure costs a little bit more up front just because of cameras and lights. well and yeah production all that but i mean you make it back if you yeah if you have well it's also a gamble it's like you can make a youtube special before you're ready like exactly. that that takes like i think almost beyond that that takes like having a manager and like a producer and like people people who almost control your brand for you yeah making that like really putting that together and figuring out how to you know you have to promote it for like six months beforehand do all this right. stuff. it's like almost like dropping a movie but because you can, need it and people who can tell you hey now is the right. time and you need it to you need it to go well or else you know it's not it's never worth it but right um who was it that stav is the other one that i watched his yeah. YouTube special yeah I, and i loved it i loved it really funny is this stuff that 
he like lost they told him to remove jokes or whatever and that's why he took it he like pulled away yeah. he lost like money and then made it back double on youtube something yeah, like that been, well because his had ads on it oh like okay. the shane gillis one didn't have ads oh but, right right but Stavs had ads and i it i'm not gonna lie it took me out of it sure like as that's it, it's upsetting yeah. yeah yeah and but i i but it was a it was funny so i just kept watching yeah yeah because it was real i mean I was well like, and you sport yeah now i understand that but it's yeah that's interesting that, that i wonder what the money difference is there you know oh yeah I'm like sure i would i would watch i would watch two minutes of ad ads before mm-hmm. and then watch the whole thing clean through like yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that i you know and you know you never like two minute ads but whatever fucking deal with it if if i'm supporting the comic or i for would free. pay i would pay like five bucks yeah it's a free show yeah, like yeah, that's cool five bucks. especially five if it's bucks, a good yeah. yeah 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 like and just not have to watch with the ads mm-hmm. um or like even like 10 bucks like i would do it i would do it yeah it's it just but takes figuring something out. i'm sure youtube will get that event but the your exposure of doing it on youtube versus doing putting it on your website for ten dollars isn't is infinitely different yeah oh because yeah. you can play the algorithm game on youtube that you couldn't play on your and own website. No, nobody wants to go to anybody's website nope. like that i nobody wants to visit you know you i almost did my podcast as a website not even so that people visit it only so that there at least is a central like if yeah. i need a qr code or somebody send somebody somewhere it's like it's almost just for ease of access it's not for promotion because nobody if I have to like spell a website out to you and yeah. said, just like go to YouTube, I, it's like, no, you're not going, nobody cares. Yeah. Just Google it. Just Google it. True. Roberta read comedy.com. You guys. Yeah. yeah. No, no way. <laughs> no, no shot. Mm-hmm. You want me to spin it? Yeah. Spin it. it. Where are the questions from? Where are you getting the, uh, I wrote them. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Uh, what was the last time you changed your mind? Dude, all the fucking time. All right. This is an issue I have of, and it's something there's, I've been. Yeah, there's people who won't change their their entire personalities is never. Is yeah, is just so solid, and it's not even that like, it's not that I'm indecisive. I think I was thinking about this the other day. I um, I'm not, I'm soft. I'll say that like in a in a in a like way where it's like I don't really care about a lot of things. Like, I'm not, you know, whenever something is going on, unless it's like. Okay, there's two different parts of it because one, it's like, for example, in a scenario, like you, it can be an allegory to a lot of things in life, but like if my roommates and I are like moving around furniture in my house, I, I like want to be in control of that. Like not not because I want not because I want to see. It's not a control thing, but it's going to affect you. It's a directing thing. Like yeah. I I like being I like being the one that's like, okay, this can go here, this can go here. How about this? Here, you guys move this. This goes first. Like. I will do all of that. And it's not even that I care how it ends up. Like I let, of course I have an idea for what I think it should end up like, but if people disagree and stuff like that, that's where I, you know, I, I pivot, but I still like being in control of that. But on the, on the contrary, like if there are things that are going on where I have to like ask, like if I'm ever like, Hey, what do you think about this? And somebody else is like, Oh, I don't care. Then all of a sudden I get this like meek energy of like, Oh, uh, like if I, if I don't particularly, if I don't have a vision or something for how something should end up and I also have to, and then I, and I feel like I'm having to do this for somebody else or like I, if I feel like other people have an expectation all of a sudden that then I kind of clam up and I'm in this zone of like, I just have to make a decision and stay like, and I've gotten better at it at this point. Now I just kind of realize that no matter what decision I make, if I stand my ground on a decision and people don't like it, then I can, then I can have that reasonable discussion. Yeah. But if I stand my ground, people are far more likely to 
yeah. agree because they see me being confident in myself. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's, you're 10 toes so about something, it goes a long way. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, and that honestly has been a lot about uh, something I figured out this year with stand up, particularly of like, you know, I used to deliver not even punchlines, but like setups in the way of like, don't you think this, or like, you know, what about that? Like, it's almost like I'm asking the crowd or like proposing an idea to the crowd. And like, like we're not like, I'm not in control, but I'm literally like on a stage You're holding, the- holding a microphone. I should guide them through. Like I am, I am telling them I'm not pretending to like, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think that like that assertiveness I've, I've, that was actually my, what I was working on this year was my, my new year's resolution was to figure out my presence and like really solidify that on stage. And I think it did fine. Like I'm, yeah. I've done better. And, um, but yeah, that it's, it's about like words really matter and how you, and delivery really matters yeah. in real life and on stage. And so figuring that out has been really nice. And I think I've gotten just more respect from my peers from being able to say yes and hold and stand my ground instead of being like, maybe, you know, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it, it will, it'll eat you alive if you let it. Yeah. And hmm. being like on, so there's, there's, you, you go a lot of different places. I'm going to start bringing a notepad so I can write stuff. Down. Oh, fair. Yeah. Um, so on, being on stage and like having that that's something I've also noticed in, in your stuff as well Mm. is that you are, you've, I didn't get to see super timid Roberto. Bro. It was bad. Yeah. I I, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Now that you, but now that you've said it out now that I'm like, Oh, I, I see where you were. I was a kid when I started, I still am a kid. Like it's a sort of thing. I was 19 when I started stand up. Right. So it's like, and everybody was in their thirties. How often were you doing it at 19? About the same amount I'm doing it now. Like, I, like when I was when I was 19, I was still I had like just dropped out of college. Yeah. And uh, so, I what was, year is this? Twenty. This is 21. This was last year. Okay. I I am only 21 as of June of this year. Dude, so. it's so hard for me to figure out what what age you. Are. I know. I'm very it's young. So I'm very young. I'm only six months 21. Yeah. Um, so you've never. So you've never. You never did comedy pre-pandemic. No. Okay. No, Got I it. didn't. Um, and actually, my plan was before the pandemic. I was my plan was to start improv first. My plan yeah. was to be, cause I had, I'd seen the Baltimore improv group. I talked to them all there. I'd seen a show and everything. And I was like, okay, I was working out the place that I have in the city right now. I was already working on that lease to, so that I can live in the city, be doing improv and then, and finish up college at the same time. And then COVID happened. I fucking hated college. I, the Baltimore improv group shut down and was all entirely online. I was like, I don't want to do improv. I don't want to learn improv online. Yeah. So I, um, and then I was just living in the city, whatever, for a while I got a job working at a comedy club and I was like, that's it. And I just dropped out. And yeah. I was like, if I'm going to be working at a comedy club in the scene, I was, I just took that as like a sign for some reason, yeah. which was dumb, but it worked out. And, um, and then I started doing, I did wits end first and I was doing like, I was maybe getting out four times a week, but that's still really good at 19. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, and it was, the scene was entirely, entirely different back then. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure half less than half of the mics that were going on a year ago are still going on. Like it's new stuff now. And yeah. I think that's, I think that's just like the scene is reemerging, reawakening post pandemic. Yeah. 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 Cause I did a couple things. I try, I'd like tried to do a couple mics around here pre pandemic mm-hmm. and you just got bumped 
mercilessly if yep. you were naked. No, it's right. Yeah. Well, it, it depends. Brutal. It was also like the scene was fragmented into like these different pockets that still exist. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit more like a new one, a fresh coat of earth has kind of like established it, established yeah. itself on top. And I think the yeah. port has something to do with that. I was like, about to say that there's a, we're, yeah. we're in terra firma right now. Right. Like, this yeah. Is it's the... like this, these are where the shows are going on. And yeah. so it's like, you know, and yeah. so, you know, you've got these other pockets that like still produce shows and you hop on those shows. Like it's still about getting on wherever you can get on. And, of course. Um, Cause you never like, that's, that's something I want to avoid doing ever is like, I never want to only perform one place all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because I even though, you like, see the people that yeah, do that. Even though having a home club is good. Like this yes. is this is the home club. Of course. Um, but you know, I want to be doing DC gigs. I want to be doing locally produced gigs just so you get one within the scene, it looks good, but also you get a better audio you get different audiences and you also know it's networking. It's all sorts of yeah. things. And so it's just good for a lot of reasons. But what was the question? Uh what was the last time you changed your mind? So, and it was kind of you and oh, yeah, and you, you tied this into stand up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went and but you sort of were like, it was about being assertive. Yeah, that's how I read it. Comment yeah. on like, in, like indeci- indecision, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, no, that's like, a, that's like a good I said, question. it's and you even changed your mind too about improv versus stand up, yeah. Well, where it, and I still always knew I want to do improv, like, that's yeah, I'm in this, not, I'm in this zone away, of right now, right? Yeah, but stand up has become more of well, and I it wasn't teamwork i could do it on yeah, my own which exactly. was much easier yes. yeah yeah you don't have to coordinate with anybody yeah a bunch of other flaky adults it's true yep so. uh we'll do it at least one more sure and then like i said we we i will there's a bunch of questions on here so it's good man um okay hold on repeated a question mm. i hate when that happens okay what do people misunderstand about you the most <laughs> What is the most misunderstood thing about Roger <laughs> Reed? <laughs> that you secretly a Bond villain. I'm because secretly that, that a Bond was, villain. Yeah. Um, what do people misunderstand? I don't know. My my young, youthful, childlike brain wants to say everything. Um, <laughs> this everything. Nobody, nobody understands me. Get out um, of my room, Dad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think from... And I'll, I'll, I'll tie this back to comedy because that's what we're talking about. I, um, I think when the same reason, like, for example, now when I'm at like an open mic or something like that, and I see some kid go up, he's got his friends there or whatever. Or if I see somebody like just doing open mics or something, but treating themselves like they're the shit, like, I think a lot of people to begin with, because they saw a kid doing stand up and a kid coming around all the time and I, and I had to feign confidence to even like, like I, I was feigning confidence to fit in to like, not cause I, my God, my, I'm so insecure. And like my, you know, I would, I would let anybody's opinion. I still do like, like let anybody's opinion of me just like really weigh me down. So I was right. feigning all this confidence so that it, it would seem as though I wasn't letting it weigh me down. And almost so like that they would, wouldn't all the way like look down on me. And, um, but I think a lot of people had this idea that I was like, I just wanted to be famous. Like I was, I was doing stand up cause it was, cause it was cool. And like, I thought I was this cool fucking guy for doing stand up, and, and it's cool. And like, I, I've never in my life given a shit how, what I look like. Like yeah. I've, it is, it was so the opposite of like, and also I'm this, I'm a 
pretty fucking white boy, like skinny ass, like Bieber hair, like all this, you know? And so my whole life has been this, like people see, assume the same, like few things about me. The one they're like, people think I fuck like there's no tomorrow. People think I have yeah. so much sex and I'm like, not really. Have you spoken to me? <laughs> and uh, people think that I am super privileged and it's like, yeah, I'm white. But that, yeah. like, my parents didn't have all that much money, and I still have to pay all my own bills now. Yeah. And people assume that, like, I don't care about a lot. Like, you know, it's like the, that I think I'm super cool or whatever for doing stand up, or that I'm only doing this for fame or for, yeah. or to show off to other people how cool I am. So I did, like, and I think I've established more of, like, a hum- and that's why I have to, like, everything I do now, especially within the scene, I do with so much humility. Yeah. You're, you have a very, um, you have an earnestness. I, and it's, that's almost my self-defense. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, I, and I, I mean all of it. I always, I'm, it's like, thanks to my mom. I, I yeah. think I'm an earnest. Like I, I believe what I say and I do what I, you know, believe. But, um, yeah, I think if I were, if I acted like some of the people in the scene acted, people would fucking hate me. Yeah. And it's, I think it's based on like yeah. just how I look, how young I am. Like people, mm-hmm. people don't really want to necessarily support a young guy because I have so much time to fail and they have less time to fail. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And so it's like, you know, if, if everyone was like hyping me up, I think like just nobody, nobody would do that because yeah. you know, you don't, you like nobody actually wants to see a young, young guy succeed. Right. Right. It, right, right. You know, it's like how the, um, not a savant. What's the what's the word for prodigy? Prodigy. Yeah, it's like those are yeah. almost like a push, like a like a yeah. push down almost yeah, word. It's yeah. like you would rather yeah, not be associated. You just want to. You just want to be a part of this scene, right? If that's it, what I'm understanding. It has to do, like everything has to do with my youth. Yeah. It's like it's no, it's not. I don't know. And it's like I've always been older for my age, but I think people assume a lot of things, and they're of, of course because I assume things based on looking at people, but. Yeah, that I don't know that I I think I'm a little bit more more earnest and a, more serious about what I'm doing than I think people assume because I'm also a goofy guy. So yeah. people don't assume that like no, I'm making a career out of comedy like and I'm I'm trying to do something that you know and I it's in your gut. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be famous right now. It's like no. that's that's also a big thing that I'm moving throughout the scene with is like I'm not trying to be a headliner right now. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to rise to the top of where I am right now because yeah. I'm I'm in my training montage. There you go. Like by the time I'm 30, I'll have been doing comedy for 11 years. Yeah. And then I'll be 30 and I'll and I can be at the end of my training montage ready to yeah. actually start my career, but like right. this is pre-career right now. Yeah. And so I'm that's why I'm like I'm trying, you know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes because they'll get real mad at me. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. That's really, that was a really good answer, man. Appreciate that. That was, that. Really, no, good that no. was really honest. I appreciate you, that. You heard me like expel air at hearing it. I was like, what yeah. if people misunderstand me? I'm so misunderstood. But that was good. That's my that thing. Was good, yeah. That was really good. Appreciate that was really it. No, good. good question. Yeah. So, uh, we've reached like the 45 ish okay. minute cool. portion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you got two options. You can either spin the wheel again or, uh, we can get to the truth serum part oh, of the podcast. You get me drunk. Uh, no, I take truth serum. And you can ask me whatever. Oh you shit! Ask. I almost want to ask you these questions. Like you yeah. have you have good questions. Can I can I spin the wheel for you? Yeah, man. Sure. I'll do I'll do my interview thing. Um, okay. Do I just click it? Yeah, just click it. I didn't. I never thought someone would try to flip the script, but sure. When did you surprise yourself? Oh God, Kevin. Um. Uh, I surprised my this whole year. Yeah. has been a surprise. Sure. Um, 
when the year started out, I was living with my folks. Mm -hmm. Um, I had recently, I just started my new job in January of 21 and, uh, I had to do a whole career pivot from working in college football to working in software. Mm -hmm. And, um, since then I've bought a car, moved out, um, moved to Baltimore, which I think was the biggest shock that I moved to Baltimore instead of Philly. Where you, oh, okay. You were living in Philly. Yeah. Were I was, I, I was living, you were? I was, I was living in Annapolis. I moved okay. cause I, my old job was in Annapolis and, right, right, right. um, was kind of, uh, moved, moved back in with my folks for a little bit just cause I was, um, uh, I had, was it like pandemic? Yeah. Or, yeah. Pand- well, it was actually after the lockdowns cause I, I, I'd gotten fired from my job. Yeah. Uh, and that was part pandemic, part, a lot of different things, but, um, so yeah, so just to kind of, as a cost saving thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought for sure I was going to move to Philly just cause that was where I'd always wanted to live. Um, but, uh, got really gotten into the comedy thing here once, you know, and, and once I did that, it was like, well, let's just live in Baltimore and just hit where I have, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, right. kind of get, get better here. And, um, and I've, I've really been surprised at how, how much growth at the, say this past year at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Did you, what did you see for yourself by the end? Like I was you know, so lost. Were you I still, so were you lost. still planning on doing like pursuing comedy? The, the extent to which you have? Um, no. Um, I, I joined a bowling league. Oh, I was shit. like going to really try to be Fuck a normal bowling. dude. Yeah. I love bowling. Bowling's yeah. Sick. I really enjoy bowling, but like, you know what? There was every time I would get together people. I was like, I wish I was doing stand up. Yeah. No, hey, actual, yo, that's the feeling. Yeah. Right. And that's when I was like, ah, shit. Like yeah. I had been putting this part of me off for years mm-hmm. and years and years. And I, like I, I ran a show in or ran an open mic for a few years in North Carolina. I, mm-hmm. um, did open mic while I was in college and just kind of grinding and sure. But I, I never took it as seriously as I took it now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And I guess it takes that being at that point in your life where it's like, that's yeah, kind of all you need. Like, you're like where, yeah. where it is all that you have to work on at the moment. Yeah. 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 And, and so like I said, I, I find, I got into a job that was, I like, but is, um, candidly deeply boring and very sure well yeah, it's i mean know, it's we're, so beforehand were you working when you were working you said college football yeah were you working like on the ground on the turf or whatever yeah yeah you know, so i was a shit? part of this you're a part of the support staff for coaches okay yeah so you're making recruiting materials basically videos yeah. mm-hmm. running social media graphics you're taking pictures at every game and practice right uh taking pictures of recruits when they're on campus making graphics for the recruits after they leave campus it's just it's an exhausting sure right, all consuming right. job but and, you're right at least in you know direct correlation to the thick of it type yeah thing. oh yeah. you're yes right. like i have like i have a ring with my name on it oh that's like, sick. which yeah, is, yeah that's, that's cool that's my biggest flex. what what college what uh navy, navy. 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 oh shit yeah. oh that's cool so navy that's football. cool uh, i forget that that counts like, yeah right, I, like right? i don't i don't <laughs> I'm it's not a, a weird thing i don't follow sports and so it's like hearing army versus navy i'm like the soldiers like they're fighting each other yeah it's a weird it's a weird Forget thing. that it's actual teams but so they have college teams yeah okay, yeah it makes sense it makes sense because they're like and they and so they have like a full college schedule where they'll mm-hmm. play like uh ecu ucf like, and they got fucked by the pandemic, right? Like there yes. weren't like football and everything. I'm so sure I was on the, I was, I, I was on the staff during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was exhausting. Yeah. No, it, that's every week. You don't know if you have a job, 
you don't know if you're gonna have a season. Mm. You don't know if it's gonna get canceled. If the game that week's gonna get canceled. Yeah. Was, and on top of that, too, you're living in all these like you're. We were going to work while everybody was at home. Yeah. So you're do, you're getting tested oh, once fuck. a day. Yeah. yeah. It's. I, yeah, I, I do have a question for you because I, I realize I like I like hearing about this from people. Um, do you did you have odd jobs? Did you for your like yeah. up until this point? Where have you worked that may have been maybe a surprise or like unexpected or wasn't planned? I really thought like I was going to work in radio. Yeah. So I interned at radio stations. Oh, that's my cool. first couple. Summers. Hell yeah. Um, which yeah. stations? Shout uh, out WNAV which is still still going believe mm-hmm. it or not um and they like that was an eye-opening experience because i would get there at like 4 30 in the morning and help the radio guy with his show yeah yeah and bill lusby who like he retired recently but the the studio looked like this mm-hmm. where uh yeah, describe not, the green room of the poor guy. It's <laughs> maybe not as majestic. As sure, yeah. You, well, pe- it's no, people to don't expect than see. Right. Um, I love it here. Love it here. Mm-hmm. But you know, it looked like we this. spruced it up recently. That's it's why we're able to fit in looks, here. Yeah. Um, but it. I mean, it, it. It was a room, and I. And you think of this like glamorous thing because they talk about it's on, a it's, studio. It's right. on Radio Row, and you're yeah, like, oh my yeah. god. But what was really eye opening was like that the none of the staff had computers. Hmm. They all had calculators that they brought from home whoa they this is radio so it was yeah. the 1950s yeah, yeah right yeah they're stuck in the 1950s yeah right whereas like this is up and coming that sure is like yeah this takes stuck. two chords in a small box yeah. like that's actually what's insane about this is yeah that, yeah it's yeah. the least production value like work that needs to go into it but you know and then there was another station i worked at that was like a little bit nicer but they they don't exist anymore hmm. like, well yeah no radio out. that's yeah um, on the down low yeah. So, and I, my old intern boss looked at me and was like, don't become me. Hmm. Like, do not do this to yourself. Hmm. And I was like, okay. Damn. Yeah. Pivot time. P- sure. Time to pivot. We'll but did you, did you then from that point on? Cause I, I mean, you clearly have like passion for sports and everything. Did you know past that point that, okay, you wanted to move into sort of like a almost. I thought so. Hmm. But then I ended up, uh, working at a theater company. Oh, okay. Meaning like producing shows? Yeah, yeah, Infinity Theater Company. Um, I I worked there for a summer and it was uh, it was that was eye opening and like uh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> I'm not good at this. I'm not yeah, as good at this yeah. as I need to be to perform on this level. Sure. Um, I was a their technical intern, mm-hmm. and I that was another fun one too because I got fired from being an audio tech, and then um, what did you mess up? Did you mess something up? The batteries weren't charged. That's it, and you got fired. Yeah, bro. Yeah, damn. And they and they and they were. I remember charging them. Yeah. So I was like, and batteries not being charged. Like, like it's showtime. We the yeah. show is starting. We don't have batteries type yeah, thing. Yeah. But they but they did have them. They yeah. were in the packs. I saw the. Damn. No, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean it. it's. It's no, right. no, 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 no. I'm sorry it's, to bring no, it up. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I've taken truth serum. Um, yeah. No, but like I, uh, I did that and. I was an RA too during the year. Okay. That, that's what kind of paid for yeah. my room and board and stuff mm-hmm, was being mm-hmm. an RA. Uh, Did you, were you a cool RA? I tried to be within reason. There was, <laughs> it was like a, there was also a thing too, where like if, if the other RAs like didn't want to do something, like couldn't handle conflict, I was yeah. like, sure I'll do it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause the one thing that w- that I hated about being an RA was everybody was a snitch. Like mm. I hear about cool RAs and I'm like, we, First off, we were freshmen. Yeah. So the like, 
if you were drinking. You, you were could, a freshman RA? I was an RA for freshmen. Oh, so okay. Like right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Because that was the only way to get my whole room and board paid for. Yeah. And so, like, if there was someone, like, drinking on the floor mm-hmm. and they were, like, it just bothered me when someone else was too cowardly to, like, do anything about it. Mm. I was like, oh, you're just, like, you're, like, like. At that point, it's like, it. see, I'm, I, at that point, it's not even about, like, oh, your job, they shouldn't be drinking. At that point, it's like, freshmen will just fucking drink their heads off. Like, they, Dude, they will to, drink and drink and poison themselves. Yeah, well, yeah. I had to call, the like, the hospital my yeah. first night on the job. God Because someone was... Like, like not just good. binge drinking, yeah, sure. And well, and like was puking them, like violently puking them. So wait, I've heard, I've heard, I've never, done, I've never like gotten alcohol poisoning or been around anybody that did. Oh, I've, really? I've, I've heard that you've no, I was in the marching band. Thank you very much. I hung out and didn't get well, very marching drunk. bands. Kids get after it. Oh yeah, we got no. I got fucked up. I would black yeah. out, but I never like. I, I think none of us like tried to out drink each other. I think yeah. it was mostly just like yeah, let's enjoy ourselves, but. So do you vomit like black, like it's it's like goo it, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, it's like uncontrollable. The kid was like passed out to the point where he like wasn't waking what, up. What what colors? It was like non-responsive. What makes the vomit a different color? Um, it's not necessarily a different color. No, but oh, it's so. like the way like the cognizance. Sure, yeah, it wasn't there, and then it turns out that like he was taking medicine. Oh, well, that'll fucking kill you. Like, yeah. <laughs> that'll kill you. Yeah. Ah, well, well, he you're good, good alright. Too, and I felt bad. You're like, acting like he died. Did he die? No, he's fine. Okay, that's he cool. was fine. Um, no, most of the time, like, if a kid, if I just saw a kid puking, yeah, I could be like, oh, sorry about your food poisoning, bud. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. As long as you didn't actively have a bottle in your hand, sure. I was like, well, yeah, it's fine. and that's that's my. I have a uh, friend of mine that's an RA, or he was an RA for a long time, and that was his whole deal. It was like. And the same reason why it's like, I think that like how I'm going to be when I'm a dad is like, as long as I don't see you doing yes. it, like just right. be smart about breaking the rules. Don't give, be I would give dumb. them a whole speech the first day. Yeah. It's like, listen, like you're going to drink what you do out there is what right. you do out there. Don't bring it here. Yeah. Cause if you bring it here, then it's now you're conflating with my job Yeah. and I'm going to pick my job over you every time. And see, we say that, but I also smoked hella weed in my dorm room my freshman year. Oh, God. The worst. I, that was the worst, too, because kids didn't know what weed smelled like. <laughs> and they would just call me for, like, paper mill smells. And I was like, it's Paper smelled- mill? Like, yeah. So uh, the college I went to. Yeah. Oh, like. Was right. Was downwind of a paper mill. Okay. Meaning, like, they were burning shit or whatever. And people yeah, thought that it was. They were like, making paper. And we were so downwind funny. of it. And it smells terrible. <laughs> but it smells nothing like weed. Like, it smells like broccoli. Yeah. More so than anything else. But that's funny. Yeah, I had a I had an illegal. Our our dorm room didn't have AC, didn't have yeah, like cooling or whatever. So I had an illegal AC unit in my room, and it filtered it filtered the air and like shoved it out. So I was I was just fucking chiefing, and my roommate was hitting jeebs and stuff like that. He was not very cool, but yeah. we were getting very high. Um, yeah, and the whole time nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, it wasn't like it's not that hard to get it just to be a little smart have yeah a, oh have a smidge of tact right right or come up with a plan beforehand like don't yeah yeah but i've seen i've seen campo officers be hardos too that i'm like well they have to like they actually keep their like if you if something happens on your watch yeah you can be like oh i didn't know and then right. you're off but if they didn't know it's like that's your you're paid like I saw, I, but i saw i saw a campo officer once pin a kid against a bathroom stall because he tried to run 
Oh fuck yeah, dude! And I was like, yo, this is some SVU shit. Yo, this that's sick as fuck. Like except, except, I would be so devastated <laughs> if I got shoved to the ground of a dorm room bathroom yeah. and got handcuffed with my face against the fucking piss yeah. tile. I would, oh my God. I'd probably it drop out of college. And br- like, I was like, this is brutal, bro. This is not. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like. This isn't even like hard narcotics. Like this is just yeah. Like, the it's like a little, little bag of weed. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. That's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. I had to. There was I. <laughs> I feel bad. the only my only regret from it was these I these one kids had they had like a bunch of dime bags yeah and they were douches about it and I, of cocaine cool. or weed I think I think it was it, they were empty dime bags uh, okay. but it totally would have been enough to well like it just means that life. they're probably distributing it something yeah. right yeah which would have been enough to make their life a living hell sure and I wish I had done it oh not just because they were douchebags. Yeah. Because they, because like the one time, like the kid gave me the whole like, do you know who my dad is? Like, bro. Like, no. First, off, first off, no. Have you ever seen any movie? Yeah. yeah. We yeah, don't go dude. to like this is a Division Three college. My dad no. owns the paper mill. Yeah, yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really like, bro. Hey, like, oh, I didn't know you were Lumberton. That's give oh, me give me tickets. Yeah. I want to see that. Give shit. me free paper. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> free paper for life, or you're going down. You're done, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was a but yeah, I. I would say those were some of the weirder. weirder no, sure. I no, I, I like that question. I like people. It's I like point. asking people what they've done. Cause I, I've had weird jobs myself, but it's always like, you don't think about it until like you're actually doing something that you like doing every day. Do you look back and you're like, Whoa, for like years I was randomly bouncing around yeah. looking to do what I'm doing now. And now I'm doing it and I'm taking it for granted. Like fucking appreciate. Like, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got to appreciate where you are, man. Yeah. That was awesome. That's it's a good great thesis. question, dude. Appreciate it. Do you have yeah. any other questions? Um, Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, roll this. We'll it. see if it's an interesting one. If not, I'll make something up. Uh, oh, I thought <laughs> when I read it, I thought I said, "Give me one hot kiss." Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> just give me a kiss right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this give me is, give me a hot take. Hey, you had a hot take. Yeah, we're gonna end on a we're hot take. We're gonna start doing. We're gonna start doing uh, video just because of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> just so it's on the the co- is, the cover of the the video or whatever is yeah. just like video <laughs> comedians make it out. Make um, it out. Yeah. Ooh, a hot take. Okay. Gone sexual. Um, yeah, you can put gone sexual on this. Gone sexual? Uh, no, gone sexual. Oh, gone like, sexual. Yeah, yeah, okay, that can be the, the, that's the, cli- the title of the episode. The clicks or whatever. Yeah, Ooh. whatever you want. Um, One hot take. What flavor of hot take would you like? Would you like a comedy hot take? Would you like an entertainment hot take? Let's go um, with un, like the type of thing that you'd see on Twitter of like, Maybe it's not necessarily a hot take, like a food hot take okay. or like something that like y- yeah. is unique to you necessarily, yeah. like okay. some, something that maybe people wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. yeah. Un- unique to you. Type, okay. Take. Um, okay. So one of, one of my hot takes is that, um, I think Twitter is f- going to be fine. Yeah. Twitter's going to be fine. Like it's Interesting. not, everyone's yeah, like, yeah. it's the end of the world. It's it'll be back in two or three years, and yeah. like all of the competent, like it. That's not because I like. I think Elon's doing a good job. I think he sucks. Sure, but like, but nobody likes Mark Zuckerberg either, and Facebook is fine. Yeah, Instagram, they just have money. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll and it's like, if it if it dies, it dies. Whatever. But I don't I don't, I don't think that it will. I think it's a lot like the Trump presidency, but much more contained, mm. where it's like. It's all of the panic of like, is this going to like, this, right, is, this is the end of the world. This is the end of the world. We've never like, seen anything like this. Yeah. Yeah. Things are changing. And then all of a sudden it's, it's still, it was still bad. Yeah. But you know, well people, yeah. People cha- change is new. I think yeah. there's, we're also in this zone of like, we've been in the same zone for a decade now of like, okay, 
information and content is changing where people are like why people are on the internet and how to keep people on the internet all that's changing so it's like there's not much trust but yeah i think i mean you're right he bought it for like a billion dollars yeah he's not gonna let it fail so pure vanity right people are people are just gonna forget well what he'll eventually do is he'll eventually sell it when he realize and just lose a shit ton of money yeah no and that tired of it right sell it or it'll merge with something else that's also the thing like possible you think maybe you think it's twitter would get bought by like windows or something that windows what's it called microsoft microsoft yeah i don't know i don't know something weird like that would happen and then it'll get attached to as a feature of some other thing like it'll be in the metaverse you can be on your fucking vr set and tweet so other people see it and shit like that i have a a professor at at um university he uh was telling me he was like old ass guy like 70 year old guy who was like I was there 25 years ago. He was like, I was working at this school 25 years ago when YouTube was invented. Mm. And I told all of my coworkers, I was like, all of you, YouTube will be the next big thing. Like YouTube is going to change the world. And all of my coworkers were like, you're crazy. And then look what it did. Mm. And so he was saying into my class, he was like, I'm telling you this right now. It's the same man who guessed that VR metaverse is going to be the next big thing. So that's, that's his guess. And so I don't know. It'll it'll come around. I think it's, it's about the availability of the headsets and making, they just have to like, why like YouTube, YouTube blew up because it was, it was new and it was letting people do something. Democratize. Yeah. Yeah, It was like letting anybody do something new for the first time. It was gave something new to the world. The metaverse is just kind of like, okay, so I can, just not be in real life anymore like they need to pitch it to people so that it makes sense we did a report in like sixth grade Hmm. it was for like some science contest thing that we did but basically we did a thought experiment on vr oh yeah and how you could just lose your entire life in virtual reality in what grade sixth sixth that's a very like daunting and like scary thing to have middle schoolers talk about it was really depressing but then we climbed a mountain and it was better oh that's nice yeah that's very sweet yeah, yeah. like a real mountain yeah or like a metaphorical no oh. like a real mountain oh you just went they t- had that conversation they're like all right you guys yeah, you like guys you guys later, might but yeah you guys much. might kill yourselves tonight so yeah. come climb a mountain yeah let's, free, your depression. let's look at nature yeah, yeah. six years okay. later we climbed a mountain um <laughs> super normal good stuff. yeah right regular stuff yeah, yeah that's fair but yeah that's my hot take very Twitter's cool. gonna be fine. no that's that's a hot take, but it's grounded in reality, and I like it. No problem. It's a good take. No problem, dude. Thanks for having me on your podcast, man. No, dude. Thank you for coming so on. Fun, I appreciate yeah, it. This I like is a talking. good inaugural episode. Hell yeah. No, nice. You're gonna are you gonna try to record regularly? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um I'm gonna try and do this like once a week type of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. So we'll like I said, hope to have you or uh, well, you back on and then we'll Once like this said, place is more set up like a studio, like I'm I'm paneling it and whatever else, um we might have to like because I know now Friesman, Adam Friesman, Matt Pennington both record their podcasts here if you're going to be doing that and so well i i might have to like start doing a sign up sheet <laughs> like yeah, actually yeah, actually yeah. controlling when people are here or whatever yeah. figuring that out but yeah no that's cool i'm so Sick, glad dude i'm excited man. very I'm cool excited. thank you for doing it man. i like the concept no i like the asking like this is the most genuine i've been with a comedian for a little bit so it's well, yeah, chill. you're not around other comedians so you don't have to do the like i don't have to turn it on yeah, yeah right it's fine. i almost did for a moment there i got weird but i you know i won't yeah it's chill yeah i like it's it different it's vulnerability different. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks Very for going cool. on, buddy. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, this podcast just ends. There's no there's goodbye. No ending. <laughs> do you wait? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, no. Okay, well, absolutely. Not. This has been Kevin Slattery and his what's it called? Wheel of Minute. Wheel to real. Wheel to real. I like wheel it. To real because it's wheel. 
the wheel. We spin yeah. the wheel and then reel. Oh, it's a reel. Yeah, that's good. It's a it's a real it's a reel to reel joke. You should get a nice some nice cover art going on. I to you. Oh, I'll send it to you. You send it. Okay, it's cool. Look good. Yeah, it's yeah look that's good, cool. Man. Yeah, everyone's looking at their phone right now. Like we see it, but see I don't it. even know what you're looking at. So yeah. that's pretty it's rad. Good. It's a surprise, Roberto. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Have a good night.